All right, episode 41, Phil, bring us in. Oh, dear. Um, can you fucking believe it? <laughs> awesome. And we're finally back. I know we've been uh, taking somewhat of a sabbatical lately. Well, which we is, always do this. I, we always you know, come back and say we're going to do better. I and know, then, it's, you I know, know, it's another two months. I know, but hey, that's my fault. But we're, we're, we're still putting them out on yeah. a semi-regular basis. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's we're getting there. We're trying to do our best here. <laughs> um, so I think this, this episode is going to be a somewhat... Uh, my again, I've I've done this before, but it's going to be somewhat trailer heavy on my part. Uh, I haven't really seen too many new movies, uh, but I've seen about a zillion trailers. And uh, so, Amos is getting into the short form. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and I I said this once before on the podcast. I'm like, I see a trailer. That's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah fuck it. You know, I've seen the movie. I got the I've best two minutes. I kind of know the story. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I think this may be a quasi... Uh, well, I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're going to just say that we're only going to talk about what you've watched here, man. Phil, who... who, who I'm very wounded. Who directs this podcast? Who, 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 who drives this podcast Me? besides the dog? <laughs> freaking out. Um, he always but, freaks out when you're I know, here. I know. But, okay, <laughs> fine. We'll do this half and half. I was just going to say it's a quasi... Uh, Summer trailer preview, whatever thingy, thingy with the thing in the place and the guy. Yeah. Okay. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do a movie because mm-hmm. we we both have movies that we've seen. Ooh, kiss candy. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, cake. Um, <laughs> and so um, we'll do that, and then we'll do a, maybe a trailer, and we'll maybe go back and forth. Or do you want to do the movies first, and then we'll do the trailers afterwards, being that they are trailers. Mix and match, whatever comes right. to mind, my Good friend. deal. We do this on the fly. And if anybody has a problem with it, too bad. <laughs> Write us a letter. Post <laughs> it on Facebook. Tell us we shit. At Ex- least we'll hear something. Exactly. Kenufbi.gmail.com. Come on, people. We need something here. I'm feeling a little abandoned. <laughs> All right. So pick one off your list, man, and one that maybe I've seen at this point. You've seen? Jesus Christ, I really Or even if you've seen it and you can just tell me about it, and I'll go, what? (laughs) Really? Really? Um, Well, how about we start with an easy one? We'll go with interview. Sure. Interview with a vampire. Now, there's a story to this. Okay. (laughs) So, for some reason, this last weekend, I was jonesing to watch, if you can believe it, Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes, I do believe and it. Could not find it anywhere. Yeah. Blockbuster, no blockbuster in the city carries it. You know, Netflix, right. I can get it, but it takes nine days. Um, so, uh, in lieu of being able to find that, I went with Interview with a Vampire. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> sure. I figured they were, you know... Island is kind of on an on, on an island of its own sure. as far as the film world because it's half parody, half thriller, and yeah, <laughs> half it, uh, you know what's her name acting like the cat girl, Fairuza Fairuza Balk, yeah, um, Marlon Bando going insane, you know. All oh this well, stuff. he went insane a long time ago, but this is just on film. Val Kilmer putting a cigarette out on a, somebody's face. I know, right? It was during that movie, my friend. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, so interview with the vampire. Um, Neil Jordan, 
Of course. Yeah. If, if, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's been about 20 years now. So <laughs> Spoiler alert. You, you might want to catch up. Uh, so uh, several vampire, or, or Tom, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Antonio Banderas. Um, who else? Stephen Rea, Kirsten Dunst in her de- yes. debit. Debit, yep. Um, she was like, what, like nine or something? When I she think got 11. Yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, no no better performance by an 11-year-old is out there. Oh, my sure. My opinion. And Kirsten Dunst went on to make such opuses as blah, 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 anything. But she was actually really good in it, I thought. Exactly. She had promise. Yeah. And she <laughs> dashed it. <laughs> the, the, her most famous scene is the... Uh, Wet T-shirt scene in uh, Spider-Man. Indeed, <laughs> she's got some fucked up teeth and some pretty plain nipples. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so yeah, interview. <laughs> um, so it's uh, of course it's set in the well 1800s or something. Oh, it's in New Orleans, right? New Orleans, San Francisco, Paris, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom Cruise wants a buddy, and so he makes Brad Pitt a vampire, and then they kind of live a morbid, sad sack life for a while, and then they make... Brad Pitt whines a lot. A lot. And of course, I read that book, and it's all whining. I was like, mother of God, well, this guy should shut up. Just like, you know, sit outside in the sun if you really hate yourself that much. Right, exactly. He just whines the entire time and looks mopey and whatever. Anyway... Um, but I mean, and Tom Cruise is having fun. We'll oh, say. sure. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Brad Pitt, he hadn't quite gotten any acting chops yet. And so yeah. it, it really would like, is kind of a painful performance. Sure. Yeah. And the, the thing about it too, is that, like I said, he's the whole time he's just moping and looking sort of emo and it's like, <laughs> you know, before there was emo. Right. Exactly. And he was going, he, he's going, I, I had to subsist on animals and rats and all this stuff and it's like well you know there's a real easy way out like what you just said you can just run out into the sunlight and be like okay it's over you know (laughs) whatever but i mean it's a it's a it's a you know the set design's great i love the the paris scenes with steven rea and antonia banderas the theater of vampires right well and actually oddly enough i think christian slater was pretty good in it only even though he was only in what like three scenes? scenes yeah yeah two or three I thought it was kind of, I thought it was fairly interesting to see him, you know, being the interviewer of the vampire. You know the story with that, right? I do, but explain it to our listeners. <laughs> well, he was, of course, brought on last minuto yeah. because River Phoenix died. Mm-hmm. You know, River, that was River Phoenix's part in the film. Yep. And uh, he did not get to complete it. Because he OD'd. kicked the bucket. Okay, so you're uh, going going back and looking at it now. Uh-huh. What's your opinion of it? Say whatever, twenty years later. Yeah, fifteen, whatever. It's it's creaky. It it's is. Like, it's like kind of like some parts of it are really great, like when they they kill Kirsten Dunst and the, and the lady they just created, blah blah blah. That scene's great. Stephen Ray is insane. But it's that scene was like, actually really good. The one in the, where they were in the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, but most of the movie is just kind of like is it's really slow, and the acting's kind of poor. Yeah. And it's not it it's it, it I it had a better impression on me when I was you know whatever fifteen when I saw it. 
Sure. Well, that's another one of those movies where it's like the first time you see it, you kind of go, oh, this is really good, you know, or whatever. But then you go back and look at it later. And this, and it reminds me of um, Reign of Fire. Yeah. And I talked about this on a previous podcast where when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is really cool, you know. But then when I watched it later, I was like, well, I don't know. It's kind of boring, or, yeah. you know. Well, that uh, to go bigger, to go uh, Best Picture winner, I feel that way about American Beauty. Yeah, I think that we've uh, sort of heard your your opinions about American Beauty because on one of the previous podcasts, you really went off about American Did Beauty. Did I? Yes. I, I don't recall. Of course, yeah. we've been doing this for like two years now. But, but yeah, uh, needless to say, I saw that movie and was like bowled over the first time. I was like, holy shit, that's like Masterpiece. Holy God. And then I watched it when it came out on video. I was like, God, that's pretentious. Like, well, it, it's it kind of boring. sell by date in like six months. Sure. Well, are you, okay, we're talking about Interview with a Vampire still, right? Or American Beauty. Beauty. Okay. Well, going back to uh, Interview with a Vampire. Right. Um, there wasn't really, honestly, much going on. It was more of a character study than anything else. There was really not much action or anything in it. The, no. the most action in it was when Tom Cruise got lit on fire and like <laughs> fell over into the swamp. Okay, it's been a while since you've seen it, but but uh, or what, okay, yes, it has. <laughs> Didn't that happen? Uh, and, uh, well, no. Um, so uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Kirsten Dunst uh, lets him feed on dead people. And then uh, she slits his throat, and then they put him in the swamp. Oh, okay, right. And then when he comes back, uh, after, you know, feeding on alligators and whatever, doesn't look so good. Um, yeah, it doesn't look so good at all. Then uh, they throw the lamp at him, and he set, he catches on fire. They set the entire city of New Orleans on fire. Sure, okay, right. All right, all right. And that's when they head for Paris. Sure. Well, why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd light New Orleans on fire, and then what else are you going to do? Well... Paris time. Disney you know. World? <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland! <laughs> like a quarterback, you know? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, When it came out, it was a big hit, and I was not exactly enamored with it as much as a lot of people were, but it was decent. I haven't really had the urge to watch it since then. Me neither. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's... It's all, you know, that kind of series is built for the people who love the book. And sure. I was never, I like some of the further books, the Vampire Lestat, whatever, they're more fun. Sure. This book, it was always a bit too mopey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell Brad Pitt. A little know. bit too much ennui. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, it was what it was. It made a lot of money, you know, yeah. whatever, but... And then for some reason the series fell apart because I mean, Queen of the Dead was like straight to video. Well, practically, the reason Tom Cruise took that part, the part of the villain, the part of the, you know the stat who wasn't even the main character, was because there was they were supposed to continue, and then the rest of the books the stats the main character. Sure, um, but of course it took like a decade for a shitty movie to come out as a sequel. And I, I don't honestly know the story of that, but but yeah, they could never get it. Right. Yeah, I know it's weird because. That movie was a fairly big hit. You'd think that they could get it going. You they know? never did. Yeah? Well, hey, good job, <laughs> Hollywood execs. Indeed. All right. So, Queen, or, uh, <laughs> Queen of the Dead, I almost said, because I keep thinking of that sequel that was just crap. Yes. And um, Although, in, uh, interview, I, uh, eh, middling, I don't know. Yeah. I'd give it a thumb halfway up. <laughs> 
some kind of wavering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I give it one of these, eh, you know. <laughs> All right, so what's, what's next on your list here there? Mr. Uh, Phil? Uh, you said you'd seen Hereafter. Do you want to talk yeah. about that? Yeah, we can. I don't know. That was a weird movie. Here's my my take on it. It's my take on a lot of movies like that. I, the first thing I said to Disembodio when we got finished with the movie was like, um, okay, that's a movie where either you go with it and you accept the premise sure. or you're, you're going to hate it. You're just going to check out in the first five minutes. Yep. Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing was, too, is like, you know, it was uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and, and clearly his past few movies, he's kind of been dealing with the same mortality issue. Sure. Like fucking 85. Yeah, no kidding. But, you know, honestly, I was thinking, it, I, I never invested in that movie at all. I was yeah. watching it and I was going, okay, look, I can see that Clint Eastwood is a, I mean, he's a good director, obviously. He's made great movies. Yeah. But at the same time, I was thinking, you know, this is just a movie. It almost seems like he's on autopilot in this movie. See, I didn't think that at all. Really? Like, I mean, uh, for me, like, you know, at, uh, at the beginning I was wavering like, oh, okay, this is a little weird. I don't know if I can go with it. But I went with it. And by the end, you know, when the, when the, when the little boy is getting his reading and he's talking to his dead brother, I was, you know, I got a couple little tears. Oh, I thought it was a good movie. I, I mean, well, I don't if say... you can get over its subject matter kind of weirdness. Sure. But see, for me, the thing that I had a problem with was that <clears throat> it wasn't, there was nothing about it that I felt that I could really invest in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was just because maybe I was being a little cynical when I watched it <laughs> or whatever. But, you know, the whole tsunami thing I thought was an odd timing, which yeah. I know that that wasn't intentional. At all? What do you mean? The tsunami at the beginning where everybody drowned and all that stuff. (laughs) That was when the tsunami happened. uh, Wasn't it just after... No, it was just after the thing in wherever it was. Philippines or wherever. It was just after one of these big tsunamis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokyo. Uh, Yeah, maybe that was one somewhere. Whatever. There was one of these big tsunamis. I don't care about those Asian countries. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to try and redeem myself now. Uh, but no, I just thought that it's like, it didn't seem like there was a lot to really invest in. And I know that when you're talking about the little kid and it was emotional and all this stuff, but it seemed a little bit, uh, contrived almost, or even just like, we know what's going to play on the heartstrings of people. So let's just show it. Hmm. It just didn't, it, it didn't really ring true to me very much is all. Yeah. I mean, I think I think for me, some rather sophisticated acting from the French chick and from Matt Damon and I like the and, older black lady. She was pretty good. Which one? The one that was saying, "I'll give you my whole life savings. I oh, won't tell yeah, anybody." Yeah, that one, yeah. She, <laughs> that's the part that made me want to see it in the trailer. I'll, uh, I'll give all I own or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I, you know, I mean, there's some good character stuff in there. Jane Moore is kind of the asshole brother. Sure, yeah. wants to make money off yeah. of well, his and, brother's gift. Yeah, you know, and I think maybe part of it too is that I might be getting a little sick of Matt Damon. I I can, I understand that. I Because one of the other ones I watched uh, this in this time period between the last one was sure. Green Zone. Yeah. And for that, for uh, that for me, got a little too political. Yeah. Like I was, you know, 
<clears throat> and perhaps it's just that, you know, as Americans, it's too soon. Like, if you think about it, it was like a decade sure. uh, between the Vietnam War and, and uh, Deer Hunter, which was the first big picture to sure. deal with it. Yeah. But we've had Iraq movie, Iraq War movies. Over and over and over again. Like, since a year after it started. Sure, yeah. And I'm just sick of them. And mm. so, you know, Matt Damon looking all pensive going, we got to find the WMD. I'm like, fuck off with the WMD. Yeah. That's like, you know, a couple of years ago and I'm sick of it. Right. No, I know what you mean. And uh, I think that one thing too was that uh, I heard somebody make the point on, I think it was another podcast I was listening to, is that uh, the the same point you're making is that there was a there was a time frame where it's like, okay, after the Vietnam War, people weren't making Vietnam War movies you have to let two it weeks after in. it started. Right, or you know? while it's going. You, right. you have to let it sink in so you can actually reflect on it in a way that makes sense, other than sure. just getting out there and making a political statement about sure. it. That's not well, what, I mean, those movies. That's you know, more documentary. Like Platoon and what have you. They were making political statements, but they had time to where those statements were kind of... Well, sure, but I mean, doc, that's documentary territory. Right. As opposed to, like, movie territory. Exactly. You know, I mean... And you, that's you, why not a single movie that was made about the Iraq War was at all a financial success. They were all bombs. No matter if they had Tom Cruise and Miles Streep or Reese Witherspoon, well, they, what about they just her? kept trying... What know, about Hurt Locker? It made, like, ten million bucks, dude. Yeah, well, yeah but, I mean, picture, but it, it, it nobody did. saw it. I saw it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. See? I so, mean, okay. It, it wasn't a hit, but the critics liked it and sure. Hollywood likes it. Well, and I'm not saying that they should make it. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, come on, give it a little perspective at some point. Yeah. You know? That was my You know what I heard the other day? Mm. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Um, Disney trademarked the terms SEAL Team 6. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, something else. The day after the news came out that Bin Laden got killed, yeah, I was like, Disney, wow. Well, it's okay. Because uh, I know a book just came out that was that that is about SEAL Team Six's previous attempt to kill him that did not go so well. For whatever reason, I have not read it. The book isn't out yet, but but somebody has optioned it, oh. and, and they want to, uh, you know, kind of tack on the stuff that that lets oh, the story Lord. be completed. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, let's see if we can lighten this up a little bit. How about that? Oh, so, geez. what did you Whoa. what did you think about the movie? Yeah. Hereafter, we went where where do we go from there? Uh, <laughs> what did I think about it? Uh, for me, it was uh, definitely a thumb up. To me, it was actually not as I. It was to me. I really like Clint Eastwood See, as a director and as an actor in the last maybe fifteen years. The thing that people forget about Eastwood and his movies, especially the ones in the last uh, fifteen years or so, is that you know you think of Eastwood, you think of you know Outlaw Josie Wales or whatever. What he's been making lately is so delicate. Yeah, you know, sure. like, like million some of the, dollar baby. Uh, some of the you know. some of the the most effective, I think, scenes like, uh, you know, that you could really see and, and understand clearly were uh, the ones with Bryce Dallas Howard, mm-hmm. where where he reads her and she gets totally uncomfortable and she drops sure. drops their cooking class. Yeah, like that was that was really kind of affecting, I think, and it sure. was a simple moment. It was really delicate. Like sure. No, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. I think that honestly, I think that Clint Eastwood, uh, 
has a very, very good eye for what makes a good scene. Yeah. Um, but I also think that for me at least, and this is just my opinion, is that this movie was a little, it, it was a little scattered or something. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I just, there was something that just disconnect for me. Three plot lines, and of course they come in at the end, and it, and it gets resolved a little too completely. Right. You know, there's some Hollywood stuff going on in there, but I thought the movie was was a pretty good treatment of a, of a of a difficult subject to make a movie about. Sure. Yeah. No, I get that totally. <laughs> okay. So uh, hereafter. For me, mixed. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. I didn't completely <laughs> like it. It didn't suck. <laughs> it, yeah, you know, it was. Uh, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> I hate those kind of non-negative reviews. Yeah, I know. Like, you know what the thing is too is that, and this is this probably won't mean anything to anybody who's not in Denver right now, which is where we're broadcasting from <laughs> on the uh, on the Can You Fucking Believe It Network. Uh, <laughs> But there's a there's a daily uh, weekly magazine called Westward, which is free. It's sort of the counterculture, quote unquote, magazine. Right. Uh, sort of the lefty, sort of you know, the you can pick it up on the street, whatever. Um, I was reading the reviews of the movies in the Westward the other day, and they are so pretentious. freaking pretentious and obtuse. It's like, okay, did you like this movie or not? And basically, they will not say whether or not they like the movie. Or what they're they do, saying it in such a way that most people could not understand. They're, they're basically sitting there. These are like these failed art school uh, students and or people who are so pretentious that they don't even know what they're talking about is half the time. <laughs> they probably don't even know what they're talking about when they're talking. And it's like, all I want to know is, is, you know, a movie review. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, is it good or bad? And they're like, well, you know, <laughs> they'll go on for like... 2,000 words about something, and they'll go, you know, eh. Go see it. Eh. You know, it's like, <laughs> that was the, basically, that's the uh, the end product of every review. Eh. And it's yeah. like, oh, just tell me if it's good or bad, in your opinion. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't have to agree with it. Just damn, tell me what you think. <laughs> I hate that. I've actually stopped reading the Westward movie reviews, for yeah, the most part. I, I did that a decade ago. I was like, you know what, I'm thinking this. Yeah, I haven't picked up that magazine since. Oh my god, it's like, you know, I don't have skinny jeans and a freaking uh, gray, you know, uh, what do they call those hats? The pork pie hats on. You know, it, it, so otherwise, I, if I did, I would love this, you know, but I don't. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, um, that was my own little personal rant. Uh, there. Uh, um, <laughs> what else can we talk about today? I'd like to see, I'd like to hear what. Oh, go go ahead, go ahead. oh, I would like to hear what you thought about Thor. I have not seen it. Thor. Um, okay, so Thor, if you haven't heard. <laughs> it's this movie <laughs> about this guy <laughs> with a big hammer. This Norse god. He's got long blonde hair. Yeah, Thor's so dreamy. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's all rather complex. But so Thor, there's like nine different worlds, which Earth is one. And since time immemorial, uh, you know, the quote-unquote gods from Asgard have been fighting the frost giants. Okay, hold on. Let me let me just ask you to pause for just a second. How can you ask me to pause okay, okay. in the middle of this bizarre explanation? Okay, because I want to make this a little bit funnier for our listeners because I am completely clueless. And I'm going to ask you if what I've heard is correct. Yes. 
Once again, I'm the fool. So just play with me here. As uh, me being the fool. I don't have to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I've heard is, is that they're kind of like aliens that the people of Earth uh, were so impressed with that they thought they were gods. Correct. And uh, then something happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> the rest of the movie. And then the stuff happens in the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so yada, yada, yada. A lot of stuff happens. So, uh, so uh, you know, obviously these guys from Asgard live a tremendously long amount of time. Um, and, uh, so blah, blah, blah. Thor's kind of an asshole. Uh, his <laughs> okay. father banishes him to earth and, uh, for, for like inciting the frost giants. What are the frost giants? Excuse me. Ooh, Phil. Um, but the what frost, are the frost giants, giants? It's just dudes who live on an ice planet. Like Hoth? Like Star Wars? Uh, yeah, but they can make the, they're like kind of magical. They can turn you to ice and stuff. Cool. Um, but anyway, so uh, so he got, Thor goes there to kick their asses, and they, you know, he does it a little bit, but he has to get rescued by uh, Anthony Hopkins and blah blah blah. And then Anthony, I want to be rescued by Anthony Hopkins. So <laughs> <laughs> banishes him, and it turns out that his brother Loki is really a frost giant. What? And that's rewriting history a little bit. <laughs> All you Norse people, write in. Uh, well, Loki is, I think, kind of an a bad guy in, in Norse history. But I well, sure, but he's not. I thought he was like his brother who's just kind of an a-hole. Probably. But for <laughs> this one, they gave him a little bit of a Okay, backstory. okay, sorry. Uh, and, uh, you know, so so Thor goes to Earth, and he, he doesn't quite get it for a while, you know, why he's there, why he's been banished, blah, blah, blah. He kind of hooks up with Natalie Portman and, and her well, ragtag group of scientists. <laughs> and um, <laughs> There's got to be a ragtag group of scientists, Indeed. right? And so yada, 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 the rest of the movie happens. Um, <laughs> well, that was pretty succinct. <laughs> of course. Um, but uh, so for me, there are a couple key points. And that is the emphasis of the movie, rightly, is on Asgard. And they don't spend a lot of time on Earth. And thank Jesus, because that's where Kenneth Branagh just didn't really get it. Like, yeah. it's all a bit too hokey in, like, 1920s. We gotta go over there! Oh my yeah. god! And everybody's got a big smile on their face, <laughs> like, all the fucking time. And you're like, calm down, guys. Calm down. Oh, like in Frankenstein? Yes. Okay. Bingo, 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 bingo. <laughs> okay. Um, but the Asgard stuff, and this is why I imagine they hired him, is because it is very Shakespearean. Sure. And he adds the needed heft to those scenes and well, makes sure. them invest them with a reality that they may have not had with another director. Sure. Well, I can see that because that is very Shakespearean. The whole idea of the fact that, you know, your dad banished you to earth and it's this whole big hierarchy of, you know, the gods and the princes and the other guys and the brothers and yeah. whatever. Yeah, I get that totally. And 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 that's where the movie really succeeds. Is uh, is up there. Uh, Idris Elba is is one of the is the like guardian of Asgard, and he sends out the Rainbow Bridge to the other realms and whatever. The Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, it, it, this is a, it's actually Norse mythology. It's okay. how the gods travel. I think I saw that on Disney Channel. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> this 
a, po- a comedy podcast. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Bill's going to punch me podcast in the face. It's a movie podcast with comedy. Okay, Bill. Movie podcast with comedy. Not comedy podcast with movies. Okay, Phil's going to punch me in the face. I'll shut up. Oh, ow, 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 stop it. I hope you wouldn't be just saying ow, 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 ow. Well, you can't punch hard enough to hurt me because I went to Asgard. <laughs> okay, we're getting way off track. Oh, Let's. Okay, uh, okay. Um, so Anthony Hopkins is good. Uh, Natalie Portman is bad. Um, yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is okay. You know, I guess he's got the suitably arrogant thing going on. Uh, Idris Elba is good. Renee Russo has nothing to do. Um, Who was she, by the way, in that movie? What was her character? In she that was movie? the queen. She okay, was, she was Anthony Hopkins' wife. Okay, gotcha. Because I saw a brief clip of her at one point, and I was like, "Who is that?" Like, I mean, I saw her as Renee Russo, and I was, like, "Who's that?" You know, <laughs> pretty much. You know, she doesn't talk much because she can't really do the British accent thing, and right. she just didn't, she's like, "Oh, your father needs you." <laughs> <laughs> I was in a movie once with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> that was very good. It was. Um, but uh, all in all, very worthwhile. Go see it. It's fun. Cool. Well, I actually, I was kind of looking forward to seeing it in a way, but then when I, I kind of got, I heard these real mixed reviews, uh-huh. and I was like, well. Well, and I think that comes from the fact that the, the, the human portion of the movie is rather weak. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just hokey. See, that, I, mean, I guess that makes sense, being that it was Kenneth Branagh that directed it, because I think he has a bump, much better handle on the whole, like, like I said, you know, the princes and kings and sons and daughters and yeah, yeah. whatever. His but, regular movies have always, like, if you go, like, I love Dead Again, but if you actually go back and watch it, that movie's a little bit insane. Yeah, well, Frankenstein's <laughs> completely <More> than- insane. <laughs> I mean, I got dizzy watching that movie. No shit. I, I mean, we, I love that movie. For some bizarre reason, I love it. But that's not a very good movie. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, too, is it's like uh, when I was talking to you earlier before I came over to record our opus of the podcast. Indeed. Um, I was saying that I think Natalie Portman is now the Samuel L. Jackson of this year. <laughs> She's in everything. She is. She, was, she had the romantic comedy. Uh, she she was in the the stoner picture. She had Black Swan and now yeah. Thor. Oh my God, she's in All everything. All in like six months. Yeah, I was like, what? she's just in everything. <laughs> did you, did Plus, you... I think there was a, a movie on demand that had her in it with her and Lisa Kudrow called like The Other Mother. Or yeah, something, something like that. Well, did, the funniest story of the year for me so far when it comes to, like, marketing of movies uh-huh. is um, Her Highness, the movie that she was in, Your or Highness Your Highness, Highness. whatever, uh, with her, you know, the, the with uh, Danny McBride, they, <laughs> they re-edited the trailer uh-huh. where she, <laughs> in the original trailer, she's, like, going to walk into the pool, uh-huh. like, and take a bath or whatever, and in the original trailer, she had, like, thong on. And it's this hard R movie, apparently. And then they they re-edited it digitally. They put, like, a regular, like, full-on bathing suit bottom on her. Uh-huh. Because they figured that people would be offended. And it's like, really? Okay. The people that are going to go see this movie want to see her in thong. It's not like you're going to get the black swan audience going to your highness. Well, either that or you're not going to get, like, the 14-year-old, you know, girls going, Ew, it's going to be so cute. It's like Barbie. You know? Well, maybe not 14-year-old, but whatever. 
But, you know... But, like, couldn't get in if it's hard R. Well, no, I know, but, like, why would you even bother? I don't know. Whatever. That was just something that you're... Who can tell what is in the mind of a Hollywood ad man? But they actually digitally put, like, a bathing suit bottom on her. (laughs) Awesome. I was like, no. That's not Not too many times in Hollywood do you edit it to put clothes on. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so, so... Did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Well, let me just take a look here. We've got... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to grab your, your book here. Well, we could do... Uh, let's see. I guess not. Apparently, we're going to go back into the uh, trailers real quick. I, I think we've talked about all the ones that I've seen. Well, duh, because you've seen nothing. Well, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I mean, there are other new things on here I can talk about. Like, I can mention the source code. Okay, well, what about Night and Day and the source code? I would like to hear about both of those, to be honest with you, because I, I was interested to see both of them, but I never did. Well, the source code is, is just okay. Like, it's a little too high concept, and it never makes a connection. Like, I've always had a, a, a trouble with Jake Gyllenhaal, but... but and, and, and he's okay with it, and and you know, Vera Farmiga's pretty good. Uh, Disembodio hated it, and he was the one I I didn't want to see it. Yeah, and we kind of reversed. He was like, "That movie was fucking stupid," and I was like, "Oh, it's okay." Well, see, for me, like I like Jake Gyllenhaal for whatever reason, and I don't like Vera Farmiga. Vera Exactly. Her. Yes. <laughs> the, the chick from the Departed. The Departed. <laughs> in the ad, the ad. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, it's okay. It's it is at its core a thriller, Groundhog Day. That, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it it is very, very like I can see why they gave it to Duncan Jones because it's very similar to Moon structurally. Sure. Where you know there's a big like M Night Shyamalan secret at the end kind of sure. thing. But yeah. um, but. Uh, but it, 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 it's, it's so on that borderline of ridiculousness that, yeah. that some people are going to like it and some people are really going to hate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, again, I haven't seen it, so I think that maybe it would it's not really worth it to go into it too much. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I, I, heard, I thought it might be interesting, and I heard it was – actually, the reviews I heard of it were sort of generally good. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people, I think reviewers liked it, and that's that's kind. Of, I mean, I liked it for the same ways. Is, is it does have a little bit of something to it. It just also, it's predictable. Yeah. Um, like like there's a problem in movies, and it's because if you too clearly foreshadow something, sure. Or if you too, if you you know you because there's a problem here, when, especially when in a repetitive thing. Is that if you highlight something so much that is unimportant, yeah, it's gonna you draws your attention right to it, right. And so you know, like the first time through, yeah, it, you know, it repeats the same eight minutes over and over again, like right. six or seven times. Um, the first time through, like literally first time through, I was like, that's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's because the thing. it was it- so clearly like, here you go, sir. I was right. like, yeah. killer. We'll see. That's the thing. Is it's like, uh, and. Uh, I, I've, I've noticed this about a lot of these sort of, uh, you know, things where it's supposed to be this real thriller and or mystery type of thing. It's like either you highlight it too much or not enough. 
And if you highlight it too much, people are like, oh, I saw that coming in the first 10 minutes. Or if you did not enough, people are like, what the fuck? You yeah. know, like, where did that come from? <laughs> you know? Well, if you'd watched and seen two, yeah, exactly. like, in the background on the left was him. <laughs> yeah. And he it, was watching. In and the that one, was our indication at the, at that the, he was the killer. At the frame of 14 minutes and 12 seconds, you can see a reflection in the mirror. And that's your clue. What? <laughs> it's like, you know. It happens. Yeah. Um, oh, totally. But anyway, so we'll move on. Uh, Middling, let's say, and I have I have another hating review at home. Oh, good deal. Um, so now, night and day. Oh man, the Tommy Cruise movie. Tommy Cruise, Cameron Diaz. I don't know who else. Is Peter Sarsgaard in it? I can't remember. Yeah, just, Some I, international rogues. <laughs> um, Some guys they imported from Sweden. Exactly. Yeah, um, this, yeah, so for sure from Sweden. I will say that. The movie gets its geography really confused. <laughs> it's geography? It's geography really, really, really badly confused. Like, especially at the end, because there's they're in Seville, Spain. Right. And there's a running of the bulls. Despite the fact that that happens in Pam. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. They, they, they were like, oh, people don't know. Who and pretty cares? much, like, it's Spain. <laughs> fucking run bulls everywhere. <laughs> Put some white <laughs> shirts and red sash things on them. They don't no, know. Nobody, nobody will know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> These are just stupid people from Iowa. Ah, Tom Cruise fans ain't gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody um, knows anyway except ah, for those dumbass kids. Um, so, but anyway, I think on, on a general basis, I think those two have chemistry. Yeah. And it were and their little banter really worked. Yeah. Um, I think the movie as a whole, as an adult action thriller, works. Really? I think from beginning to end, I found it enjoyable. Nice. And I can, I, I think, you know, it ran into troubles because uh, nobody really digs Tom Cruise anymore. Nobody really digs Cameron Diaz anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, it, it looked like something people had seen. Sure. I think, for me, the, the, the clearest parallel movie, if you want, and this will make sense to you maybe, it, is um, Six Days, Seven Nights. Oh, right. You know what? I was just thinking of that when you were talking because about it. It's, a, it's think... a big star on the, on the downswing and, a, and, a, and a, you know, obviously in that movie, a, a not so much star. But but there, it's it's enjoyable. The banter's good. The action's okay and the movie's okay. Sure. You know, like there's a, there's a great, there's, you know, Tom Cruise is having fun and he's and he's actually, you know, like as much as I, in Mission Impossible 3, I like wanted to knock his head off. Right. In this movie, I was like, okay, it's eh, fine. Yeah, well, you know what, that's funny because I was just thinking about that because you think, you know, you put these two people together, uh, like with Six Days, Seven Nights, where you wouldn't think that uh, they would have any chemistry whatsoever, but in Six Days, Seven Nights, you could tell that those two had this real chemistry that worked. Uh-huh. And it really made the movie much more enjoyable than it would have been with two people that didn't have that chemistry. Right. And so I guess maybe, you know, that would work for that movie, uh, for for Night and Day. Yeah. Uh, and that's cool because I like to see that. Honestly, like, if I, I enjoy a movie much more if I can see that the, the actors are having this chemistry that seems genuine right. as opposed to this real force, like, 
I don't, you know, I don't really like you, but I'm just going to deliver my lines to you and fuck off. You know? Oh, well, that can work soon sometimes. Watch sure. Blade Runner. <laughs> sure. You see, I, you know, I mean, you know Harrison Ford hates Sean Young. <laughs> sure. But, um, but it works. Well, who doesn't? Shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Catwoman suit. Anyway. <laughs> Fell off a horse. Oh. Oh. Movie people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Night and Day, it's it's enjoyable. Uh, it was unexpected for me. I was like, hey, you know, it was, it, I, I enjoyed that. And well. It, yeah, it gets ridiculous, but it's the kind of movie that you're, it's expected to get ridiculous. Sure, sure. Well, and I do, I will say that I haven't seen the movie, but I, I remember watching the trailer and thinking, Tom Cruise looks like he is having the time of his life, for whatever reason, making this movie. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that counts for something. <laughs> exactly. You know? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, see it. Uh. Okay, cool. Well, you recommend it then? I do. Awesome. I will see it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, so, and we, we're on morning radio. So I think that's enough. I think we can enter our trailer section. Actually, I think. Trail end of our podcast. <laughs> All right. I think we may have to have the smoke break. Though. Oh, Jesus. All right. Because, you know. Our listeners expect it. <laughs> we need let's all go to that lab. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I think I made that joke. Before. I think you already did. Yeah, but that's okay. Be right back. Yay. All right. We're back from the smoke break. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do. Trying to show my enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, he did a very good job. Uh, <laughs> we're going <laughs> we're gonna to do the uh, trailer section because this is the trailer of the podcast, uh, All right, which you said before, and I'm just writing on your joke. Thank you for repeating my joke. Yeah. I'm very uncreative, Phil. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, the first one we're going to do, which I just, I, it was one of the first ones on my list, was this movie called Real Steel. Real Steel. Oh, God. It looks so bad. You know, I, I swear, what's-his-name, Wolverine, must have, like... Huge Ackman? <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Janus? Um, Ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, has, like, the worst agent in Hollywood. I mean, who, yeah. honest... Like, A, I don't know why anyone would greenlight a picture that is like that, um, but why would Hugh Jackman want to be in it? I mean, yeah, I well, but see, the thing I don't get about it, okay, and, and for people that don't know, it what it is is it's basically uh, they train giant robots to box, right? Because people don't want to box anymore, so they're gonna just make robots box, and it's like, well, what's the fun in that? It's like, it's like somebody saw their kid playing with Rock'em Sock'em robots, yeah, and went, oh, and, and what if they were real? We can make a hundred million dollar movie out of this. Yeah, it's, it looks so stupid. It really does. I mean, I can't even understand why anybody would want to be in that movie. I mean, maybe Hugh Jackman got like a, you know, $20 million paycheck for it. But, I doubt it. Well, right, but why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's basically, you're right. It's basically a $100 million version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Right. And what's the point? I mean, even in the trailer, it makes no sense. It's like, well, okay, fine, they're going to fight. I know. It, it doesn't look adult enough for to make anybody old uh, like it, but it doesn't look friendly enough for kids to like it. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, yeah. 
It's, it's in some borderland where they're trying to appeal to everybody, which Hollywood has a nasty tendency of getting in, where it just doesn't please anyone, or at least that's what it looks like it's well, going to be. What's the demographic for this movie? I, really? Who I mean, knows? I don't know. I just I, I, I can't figure it out. I saw the trailer. People from Detroit where it was filmed? <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. But honestly, I was like thinking, why? what's the point of this movie? I don't know. And... You know, again, I just saw the trailer. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a masterpiece. I don't know. It could be the greatest film of the year. It done like I doubt it. Exactly. Okay, so moving on from Real Steel, I'm going to give a big... To that movie. So, okay. Raspberry. So, Transformers 3. Dark of the Moon, or whatever the hell it is. I don't know that I've seen anything besides that weird one where it's like 1967 and, you know... They're on the moon or whatever. I've seen, I think I've seen the full trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, because I watched like a zillion, like I said, a zillion trailers online. And it's funny because it looks very much like all the other Transformers movies. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you can tell that because it was supposedly one of these movies that was quote unquote filmed in 3D as opposed to where they just tacked on the 3D Uh, later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Converted. Right. And then, but at the same time, uh, Megan Fox isn't in it, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. It's probably a good Uh, thing. Right. Um, And there's a bunch of... God damn it, Shia LaBeouf's still in it. I know. Well, there was a couple other people in it that I couldn't believe actually were going to be in it. Mm. And for the life of me now, I can't remember who. Oh, you always make this podcast so entertaining. I know. Shut up. I I don't remember what it was, but I did want to talk about it. I'm I'm, I'm not from the South. (laughs) Uh, Okay, fine. All right, whatever. Anyway, Transformers, you're going to go see it or you're not. I'm not. I will. (laughs) I like to see shit blow up. But I will say this. Blow up good. Yeah, blow it up good there, Mr. Michael Bay. Um, I w- <laughs> and yet we doubt you're from the South. Uh, hey, man. Come on, man. Like me some NASCAR. <laughs> like me some explosions. <laughs> Indeed. Explosion boobies, man. What's up? <laughs> you know, I was talking. Okay, totally off subject, but uh, funny. Um, I was talking to a girl I know, and, and we were talking about boring sports because I was saying I like tennis. Okay. And, um, that is like, a boring so, sport. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> she's like, Whoa. I hate tennis. So boring. Like hockey's the only entertaining game. And I'm like, really? Why? And she's like, because you get to wait to see the fights. I'm like, yeah, but you just kind of said NASCAR was boring, and the only reason you watch that is to see crashes. So sure. what's the difference? But anyway. Yeah. Well, I I would agree with the only reason to watch NASCAR is to see either the the hot Southern chicks and in tank tops and the crashes. Yeah. Or, you know, nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, the girl that, um, some Winston. Ooh, yeah, totally. Um, The, the girl that replaced Megan Fox as Shia LaBeouf's girlfriend uh is one of these girls that looks so like artificial. I mean, and not that Michael Bay though. Well, I know, but not that, not that Megan Fox, Fix. Fix. Megan Fix. Now all of a sudden I'm from like Maine. Um, Megan Fix, you know, she's fucking retarded. Um, But anyway, she looks much more artificial. 
And I'm going, man, come on, Michael Bay. You know, well, Michael Bay He's has gonna a, has just a, have one of those like life life size sex dolls in the next every, movie. Everybody looks sweaty and like they just got done with a porn film. That's sure, yeah. Everybody in his movies, yeah. Um, but, and that's why I hate him. Hate, hate him. Okay. Poo poo poo. <laughs> well, I think the Michael Bay debate has gone on a long time, and it's, it will continue. And it's not that I am a Michael Bay defender. I'm just saying yes, that. You are. No, yeah, not really. There you are. Uh, right. Fine. Transformers 3 is Transformers 3 it doesn't matter what I say what you say what anybody says if you want to see it you're going to see it every 13 year old boy in the country is going to go see it 10 times and it's going to make 400 million dollars oh I'm sure yeah okay so anyway Captain America Captain the first Avenger somebody really wants to talk to me um uh, the first Avenger I think Bill's opinion uh, I put you on need my to have one of those, one of those like Johnny Carson like Swami hats. Yes, um, I think it will be a. I am undecided whether anybody else is interested in this movie or not. I think it looks fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. No, I I want to see it. Certainly Definitely. Because Chris Evans is in it, but um, <laughs> but it it uh, I think it looks fun. I think, um, yeah, you know, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones looks 800. Um, <laughs> well, he has since he about, has, like, yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> but um, but I, I think it looks entertaining. I, you know, I have a soft spot for Joe Johnson. I think it's it's good territory for him, you know, Rocketeer to sure. hear. Sure, yeah, Pretty, definitely. I think, I think this has the potential to be very entertaining. I'm not sure whether it's going to interest many. See, that's the thing, is that the... For me, when I saw that, I was thinking, you know what? That actually looks pretty good. And I think that they did a pretty good job. There was sort of that odd, like, it, that odd where they grafted uh, Chris Evans' head onto the little skinny guy's body. Yeah. And you could tell that's what it was. But at the same time, you went, actually, that's not bad. Like, no. it, it, yeah, it yeah. looks pretty good, it really. It looks like a good special effect. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but I think that, uh, you know, from the Rocketeer to this mm -hmm. is a very sort of natural transition because it's the same time frame. It's the same sort of exactly. uh, feeling or whatever. Uh -huh. And, uh, and uh, I think that, uh, I mean, obviously I've always kind of liked Captain America, you know, the <laughs> one thing, the one thing See, I will the, say, that's the trouble that they've had with this project. I think is that you, how do you make him a modern character? Because sure. he was a very much of a product of the time, which right. was world war two, whatever. And I will say this, the little wings on the side of the helmet looks a little goofy. Uh, but uh, you, you can't delete them. At least they're not giant, uh, you know, out there wings. Right, on sure. No, I know. They're but just penciled in. No, I know, but... It, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would I'm like highly, to see it. I, you know, after Thor, that was the number two movie for me for this summer. Yeah. Well, I would like to see it. I, I actually am looking forward to it. And I, I actually will say that when I was a kid, when I was I was into comics and all that stuff, I was more into the DC comics than the Marvel comics. But I think that the the Marvel movies, overall, taking aside the Dark Knight movies, right. have been better than the DC movies. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to, well, Marvel's Marvel's taking more chances too. With you know they 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 get interesting people to do their movies. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, whether you liked it or not, Ang Lee was a totally bold choice to sure. do a Hulk. Yeah. And he made a totally original sure. movie out of it. You know, the same the same could be said for Favreau. The same could be said for um, yeah, John Favreau. Who knew? Right? <laughs> for uh, for uh, Brana, they they're making bold choices to try to make interesting movies. Sure. And so far, they've been fairly successful, so, except for that fucking remake of the Hulk. I think you're in the minority on that one. I well, I I know I am in liking the original. I don't think I am in not liking the remake. I, I don't think anybody really. I don't think I've never talked to anybody that liked that movie, or let alone loved it. Well, okay, but you know you got to have it in there so you can be in the Avengers or whatever. Blah blah blah. That. Well, but they replaced Edward Norton. And Did it, they really? Yeah, it's Mark Ruffalo now. Oh God. Okay, fine, whatever. Mark Ruffalo, so, good on you. Third. Casting try. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep trying until we get it right. <laughs> uh, but um, okay. So speaking of superhero movie, <laughs> what about the Green Lantern? Uh, I when I went to see Thor, they had a new trailer on it, and I was like, okay, now I'm a little interested. Yeah. The previous trailers had all just been like, oh, really? Because that suit just looks stupid. Yeah. The computer-generated yeah. weird suit. And to me, I, I was talking to Disembodio about this. Um, that is, of all the you know big movies that are coming out this summer, um, that is the most standard choice of, in, in filmmakers and everything. Sure. You know, Mark, Martin Campbell is seen as someone who can handle a big movie like that. Sure. For me, James Bond. Yeah, and that's it. Like, yeah. for me, every other attempt is pretty middling. Like, that guy's a pretty boring director. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zorro, they're okay, but... I, Zorro was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's decent for it what it is. It wasn't something that would jump but, out at but, you. <laughs> exactly. Martin Campbell is a pretty safe uh, bet on a big movie like that, and I'm wondering if that movie's going to be too safe. From well, a, from a from a you know I think it, there might be some deadening of the film. Sure, you know what though I think that um, what Green Lantern may have going for it, uh-huh. which may not come across in the trailer, is the uh, the sort of Iron Man factor, which is the Robert Downey Jr. factor, which is that I think that uh, Ryan right. Reynolds is a fairly charismatic guy. Robert Downey Jr. was totally unexpected, and he blew everybody away. Ryan Reynolds is going to be doing the same shtick we've seen him doing in the past ten movies. There's a very big difference there. You're right, but I think that what I when I say the Iron Man factor or the Robert Downey Jr. factor, the is Robert that... Downey Jr. factor though was surprise. Sure. This will not be a surprise. I think you're. I think. Okay. No, I get what you're saying, but I think that. Um... I think that for the most part, Ryan Reynolds is a pretty charismatic guy. And maybe if the movie itself isn't necessarily the best movie ever, I think maybe Ryan Reynolds could carry it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I'd be interested to see it. I'd like to see it. It's not, it's, it's, it's kind of, for me, it's in the, the Pirates of the Caribbean number four category of like, if I have a really slow Sunday and spare ten dollars, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll. You go know what though? The money. one thing that I really wish they wouldn't have done in that movie, just that I can see from the trailer, mm-hmm. is that they they made uh, 
the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern totally CGI. Yeah. I think they should have made it actually like an actual costume like that he could have, you know, worn. Yeah. Because it looks weird. It's like Ryan Reynolds' head on like the CGI body and it's I mean, CGI's come a long way, but you can you can still tell that that's not, you know. Well, yeah, but he, he, I mean, he's got a great body, but his body's not that great. Okay, you know? well, you know what I mean. So yeah. you run into problems sometimes. Sure, fine. I don't know. I just I'd I think, be interested to see it. As far as trying to actually change up the costume, maybe it'll be successful. It looks a little weird in the trailer. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be interested to see it. I liked Green Lantern when I was a kid. That was one of the, the comics that I read when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'll be interested to see it. Um, and it looks very, um, it looks big. You know what I mean? Like, they tried to make it real <laughs> yes. big. Yes, they did. So, anyways, speaking of another uh, superhero movie, X-Men First Class. I don't have a lot to say about this. Um... I think this is one of those movies that was sort of an afterthought when it came to the whole Marvel uh, canon whatever. It was well, almost like the Wolverine they, 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 origin well, movie. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they kind of concluded the, the main X-Men movies. Sure. And so they're trying to figure out ways to move forward with a very successful series. Sure. Um, Wolverine was clearly a bad choice. <laughs> um, I you think, think, for me... That movie looks spectacular. Yeah? Like when I saw, you know, Magneto raising the submarine out of the water in the, in the you know, in Cuba or whatever, I was like, that's, I'm seeing that movie. You know what, though? Honestly, <clears throat> and I think I, for, for me, what's his name? Um, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. Or Michael Vaughn. I can't remember. I think it's Matthew. Um, uh, you know, I've liked pretty much everything he's done. So I think we're going to be on good. Well, James McAvoy, I kind of like him. Everybody kind of likes him, and I, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, he just, he always looks too sweaty. <laughs> Maybe I'm just funny thinking of Wanted. I, I'm thinking, of, and I'm like, have I ever seen him really sweaty? <laughs> oh, really? Have you seen Wanted? Yes, I have. Okay. But, no. I mean, come on. Most people would think of him from, like, Atonement or something. Yeah, whatever. I always think of him from I, like, I forget Wanted. Like, Why? I saw that movie and it's gone. Yeah, you know what? You see Angelina Jolie's butt in that movie, and that's why I like it. Whatever. Hey, when was the last <laughs> time I made reference to boobs or butts or anything like that? I'm falling ten, off my uh my Ten minutes ago on the smoke break. No, well, that wasn't recorded, was it? <laughs> but I get it. No, okay. So anyway, X-Men First Class, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll see it on DVD or something. I, I'm not really that interested, to be honest with you. I, I think for, I think X-Men, for, for once, me, has run its course. I doubt it. Um, it'll be around for a long time. No, um, for, like I said, for me. Yeah. Um, I think that this summer looks the best from a movie perspective that in like five years. Yeah, I think there are more movies coming out that I want to see this summer than there have been. Um, well, obviously, I mean, <clears throat> Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, that's up there. Although I must say, <laughs> in the trailer, Harrison Ford looks a bit like 
I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I'm not really sure why I'm on this horse right now. <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> who are you again? You know, I saw, I was one of the few who saw Morning Glory, and the guy was totally uninterested. Like, I, whatever, I'm, I'm here to pay the mortgage on the, the house in Malibu. Um, and uh, to me, it, it looks like that theme is continuing in his style. You know, like, like, uh, like there's that scene where he's like, who you got in there? Give them to me. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of bad, Harrison. Maybe well, it'll you know make what, sense though? in the picture. Honestly, I think I will say this. This is my prediction, and it could be completely wrong, but this is my prediction. I think that Harrison Ford got it, as did Daniel Craig and John Favreau. I think that they got it. It's cowboys and aliens, okay? So I think they all got it. And I think that this movie is going to be uh, everything that you want it to be where it's sort of ridiculous but at the same time, you know, it's going to be fun. I will go on record. Okay. And to God, biggest flop of the summer. You think? Biggest flop of the summer. Huh. Okay. I, I, I have a feeling, something in my head, and something in my head is frequently wrong, but I have a feeling that people are not going to get that concept and think it's just too out there. Like, there are a bunch of fanboys, you and me, and who, you know, Harry Knowles. <laughs> right. Um, who are just going to be like, oh my god, it's Cowboys versus Aliens, that's going to be so cool! And it has parts in it! Oh my god, Indiana Jones! But most well, people, well, most people, I think will go, Western? Well, Aliens in it? Ugh. What the hell? I'm going to Walmart instead. Exactly. No, you know what though? I, I, I will say that's, this. That's my thing. I think I feel my little Are you doing your great <laughs> Karnak impression? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that it will be O M B. Okay, well, you know what? I will not necessarily disagree with you. I will say that um it won't be the biggest bomb in the summer. I will say that it will do better than X-Men first class. Okay, we're this is on this is this is a permanent record right here. It's gonna do. It, it will do well. It won't do necessarily like it won't be like Titanic or something, but I think it will do well. So we'll see who's right in a month. Sure, by the next time we record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the last one I really want to do is the one that looked freaking amazing to me. Troll Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I, and you said you saw a different trailer. The one we yeah. watched here, I was like, meh. No, we watched, yeah. We watched a trailer on your Comcast, and it was not the same trailer I watched online. And I will say this. This, this trailer is basically, uh, it's, it's the, done in the Blair Witch style. Yes. And the Cloverfield style, it's like, you know, everybody's holding their First hand person, whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, the the premise of the movie And it's is, a, like a Norwegian picture. Yeah, it's like set in like Norway or it's done by Norwegians or whatever. It's basically that they find trolls and it's this giant three-headed troll that's like 50 feet tall and... Uh, it just basically havoc ensues, Indeed. Phil. Yes, and the I I actually wish that I could have shown you the trailer that I saw that was not the one that was on Comcast 
because it looks so ridiculously awesome. <laughs> like it, I mean, it talked about Franciscusness before. Yes. Oh my God. This is so much Franciscusness. It's not even, I mean, it's just not even a, I'm not able to explain it. I think, I think if we're going Franciscus, it's Hobo with a shotgun. Oh, Hobo with a shotgun. Might have Franciscus. Okay. Troll Hunter did not look like it had Franciscus. Okay. Fr- uh, Troll Hunter did have Franciscusness, and you know what? I just explained it, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> so we're going to go on to Hobo with a shotgun. Rutger Hauer. Or he'll grow up to look like me, or to be like me. A hobo with a shotgun. He's basically a vigilante hobo. Vigil- vigilante hobo with a shotgun. That being bada bing movie yeah I mean what do you, what else do you need to know I mean <laughs> so like he doesn't he, his like daughter get kidnapped or something like ah, fucking no. who knows he's a hobo is with it, a shotgun he's a hobo with, like you know he lives in some mythical place where hookers run wild and drug dealers are everywhere um blah, where blah, is blah. that again Nelson <laughs> I'm gonna move there oh jeez <laughs> it's okay. on your blocks oh jeez okay um but so and then you know whatever who knows what happens but something ticks him off and he gets his shotgun and he goes on a killing spree my friend and you can find this trailer and it's, it's like on IFC or something isn't it awesome the movie's actually like on IFC or something isn't it it's coming out in theaters is it yeah oh I thought it was just on IFC or no it, or something it's like coming that. out in like a week or two Nice. Hobo with a shotgun. Indeed. Nice. Now, uh, did you want to talk about this one since we just watched it? Immortals? Yes. Yeah, sure. I, I have no idea whether it's going to be big. I think they'd like it to be. But um, it's uh, Tarsim Singh, if anybody remembers Tarsim from yes. a, a decade ago. Amos sure. Did. I didn't before, but yeah, I he do now. The Cell, a lot of sure. people's favorite movie, like Sherry. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> Jerry, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, I'm not. Um, <laughs> okay. But so, yeah, it, it looks like a Tarsim Singh movie kind of mixed with 300. Um, and it's it's all, you know, like Greek gods, blah, 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 blah. As every, yeah. Like this is the eighth movie to, sure. to do this. Right. But, um, you know, lots of half-naked men shooting arrows and fighting with swords and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it, visually it looked pretty interesting. He, uh, there, there are some cl- clearly allusions to uh, like classical art and stuff like that in there. Yeah, you know the thing is though is it's like I, I watched it and I the the trailer and I was like, well, I mean, really, this just looks like a remake of Three Hundred almost. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's, I mean, from a stylistic perspective, perhaps. From a storytelling perspective, it looks a little more... I'm, I'm not talking about the story. I'm just saying... Well, no, like, but visually. I mean, but even visually, it's, it's much more advanced than, than what's-his-name as ever. Zack Snyder? Yeah. Worthless piece of shit. Oh, ouch. Um, I'm sorry. Phil's getting guy. a little irritated. Phil, you need some food <laughs> or something? Oh, Jesus Christ. That certain people come up who are talentless, and we have to call them that. Like, okay. I don't know where... Like, that guy has made one good movie. One good movie. And it's called Dawn of the Dead. And the rest of them were P.O.S.'s. Okay, wow. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I hate 300. Watchmen was abysmal. What? Abysmal. We already talked. That was like our no, first I, podcast. But we I both know. agreed that it was bad. Dawn of the Dead was good. I thought that... Uh, 
300 was not as good. I thought Watchmen was fairly good. Oh, God. Really? Giant blue cock. And somehow that movie's good? No. No. Okay. Giant blue cock wow. makes that movie bad. Phil, calm down. Do we need to give you a tranquilizer dart here in a minute? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have to if you wanted me to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> okay. That movie is B.A.D. bad. Okay. What, I mean, it's not like Sucker Punch looked much better. You know, I was I, interested I think, to see Sucker Punch, but I, I heard so many bad reviews of it. <laughs> I was just like, Here's oh, the thing. I, I'd be a little worried if I were Zack Snyder. This Superman thing is is his last shot. I mean, yeah, Warner's, I definitely. guess, was like really starting to worry after Sucker Punch yeah. just tanked. Yeah. No, I know. And you know what? If he... If he wants to have a career after this, he better do it pretty damn well. Yeah, Superman better be fucking good. Yeah. And because to me, Kevin Costner, you're already signaling, and, and Henry Cavill, who's in The Immortals, as Superman, you're signaling that, that this is not going to be good. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's one of those things where you go, well, you got one more shot, and if it tanks, you're after done. That, you're going to be if making... It, if it's good, local TV commercials. If you're done, if it's good, then okay, you sort of you had to stumble and then you got better or whatever, stumbles, yeah. whatever you know. But <laughs> the legends or the guardians of Gahoo. <laughs> yeah, no, I know owl the movie. owl movie. Yeah, I, okay, whatever. I don't know how you direct an animated movie. Honestly, this is one thing I've never understood. How do you direct an animated movie? You tell them what to animate. Well, how can you... Eh, whatever. <laughs> I just, it's like, what, what are you going to do? Be like, oh, make the owl make, go this way instead exactly. of that way. It's like, that what? is what you do. God, that sounds so boring to me. Why would you want to do that? I don't know. Whatever. Because <laughs> you get to play around with different worlds and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, man, so what, shall we England Super 8... That'll Super be our 8. Last so, one. What, yeah, Super 8's going to be our last one. What do you think about this? I've seen a couple of trailers for this, and honestly, I can't figure out. This is almost looks like The Goonies meets like uh, some horror movie or something like that. There's all these kids. They're like hanging out. They're like, ooh, you know, we're hanging out. We're kids. And then there's this, you know, train crash, and they're just like, I don't know. It's weird. I can't figure out what this movie's about. Have you not seen this trailer? Uh, no, I have. Uh, to me, it seems pretty clear. This is J.J. Abrams' attempt at making an E.T. movie. Um, and uh, it's, uh, I think it looks pretty great, to be quite honest. And I've never been that um, that much of a, that big of a fan of J.J. Abrams. But this movie, I think, you know, it. there's a little spark of something great in it. Well, explain that, though. What is it that you think... Because watching that trailer, I kind of went, I'm not sure what to make of this. Like, I, I don't think it looks bad. And I don't think it looks great, necessarily. I just don't know what to make of it. What is it that, like, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Not, not that <laughs> I don't not get it. not to get? A bunch of kids encounter an alien in this okay, small town. No, I know. Okay. I, how, how do we not get that? Wow, Phil, you're getting really aggro on me here. Because <laughs> he's... I'm just saying that, saying like... some strange things, I'm... I'm just remarking. I just, I guess I don't really know what to make of it. I don't know what that means. Okay, so 
Are you making a movie about the kids? Are you making a movie about the alien? Are you making a movie that's sort of like a horror movie type? Are you making a movie of like an adventure? What are you doing? To me, that's pretty clear. It's a, it's a kids adventure film. Okay. That's so a, you you're basically making. I mean, I mean honestly, if you uh, are you saying that if you saw the trailer for ET, well, are you making a sci-fi picture? You're making a kids picture. What are you doing here? This is just a kids picture. No. Yeah, I, it, I mean, uh, despite what they show you in the trailer, from what I've heard, it's it's almost completely non-violent. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying that. Uh, I wouldn't watch the E.T. trailer and be like, oh, is E.T. going to kill everybody or what's it? You know. Right. But I'm just saying that it's like the original teaser trailer was like this thing it where the, like the thing was, yeah. yeah, thing was trying to break out of the, you know, the train car uh-huh. and whatever. But the news trailer seems to me, it's like, I don't know if that's E.T. or if that's sort of like. I don't know, almost War of the Worlds or something. It's a coming-of-age story with an alien in it, as far as I know. And I think that's I think it looks pretty interesting. I'll be happy to see it. Well, I would like to see it. I think J.J. Abrams is a fairly interesting filmmaker. But, you know, if it was just a coming-of-age picture as in, like, we're going to, you know, update E.T., that wouldn't interest me at all, to be honest with you. Okay. I'm just saying, come on. Ooh, this is getting contentious. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I, to me, I, I, I think, and, and I haven't met anybody who, who, who wasn't excited by that new trailer or for that movie. Well, I've seen it, and like, it makes me interested to see it. I want to see it. I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, fuck that, you know. But I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know what to make coming. of it. No, no, not at all. I just, I'm not sure what what the, you know, what the through line is. Well, that's a, a trailer is only meant to intrigue you. Well, right. And, but, and, and J.J. Abrams is a master marketer. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, so, yeah I, mean, I, he, I mean, he can, he can sort of make you want to see like a Clorox commercial. I think, <laughs> you know, you know like, whoa. With an hour and a half of, a, of, you know, a kid sitting on the can, he'd be able to, to set up a marketing campaign that would be like, oh shit! What's gonna happen oh in my that god. bathroom? Oh my god! Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like, you know, it'd be like, let's watch this washing machine go to town. What? <laughs> what's gonna happen? <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess that's it. Any other uh, trailers we want to watch here or uh, talk about? I don't think so. I think All we, right. We hit the high points of the summer. All right. Well, so we'll, we'll the fact, revisit them in a, in a little bit to see who was right and who was wrong. All right. Well, we always we always have to have yeah, the competition. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So, despite the fact that we may have sounded a little contentious, we're still doing this for you people, and we still get along, and we still want to watch all the same movies. So one, two, three. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm just counting my chickens before they have Oh, okay, good deal. <laughs> so you can contact us at canyoufbi at gmail.com. We still have our Facebook group. We still have our uh, uh, Tumblr group or whatever it is. But I've never even used that. <laughs> Why advertise it if we've never done it? Same with Twitter. We have a Twitter Yeah, exactly. Account. Yeah, I don't even remember what it is. Yeah, 
So anyway, send us an email at uh, kenyufbi at gmail.com. And uh, I guess that's pretty much about it, huh? <laughs> right? Wow, we're going out on a high note. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we always go out on a whimper, not a bad <laughs> Um, Please contact us. We will love you forever. <laughs> okay, Phil, take us out, man. Come on. Can you fucking believe it? Oh. <laughs>